Hi, it's Tracy, and we have discovered that we have two kinds of listeners to truth, lies, and cover-ups. We have the ones that like the chit-chat and banter between me and Alex, and we have the ones that don't. So, in order to please both kinds of people, we are rolling out a new kind of episode that we'll do every so often, Crime Chit-Chat with Tracy and Alex. And these are special for our Chit Chat fans. We will still do the same great interviews. We're just cutting down the chatter before those and putting it all in these episodes where we will eventually talk about crime and do our best to solve it. But we're gonna have a lot of fun getting there and doing it. So have fun with your new choice, picking what you like, enjoy. Oh, we're doing it now. Why not? <laughs> so what were we saying about the recipe for a country the song? The recipe for country songs you have, you have, uh, while we were off the air, summarized the top 10 country <laughs> songs all into one song. Because they're all the same. They are literally all the same. They and have you know the, it. The, 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 the cues that are in all the songs. Can you rattle those off again? Uh, and and we're, we're talking about this. Let's talk about it. Because me and Alex had an extended car ride uh, <laughs> the other day, which we found some things out about each other. <laughs> and one is that she hates me for the first half of the ride while I'm driving. And I hate her for the second half of the ride while she's driving. Because each of us is sure that we're a far better driver than the other. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Now, if you actually whittle that down to the proof, I'm the good driver. Or sorry, mm. to, the, to the reality, I, I'm the good driver. <laughs> you are a good driver. My husband has <laughs> my husband has caused me PTSD in vehicles, so it's and a, what it's, happens to you in those vehicles? Like, how um, does that manifest? Uh, I am afraid I'm going to die. <clears throat> basically, specifically, as you're on the road, what things bring that up and trigger you to think you're going to die? Um, I mean, let's talk about how I was tailgating the semi at 85 miles an hour and you thought that was unsafe. Yeah, I didn't like that. I don't see the problem. <laughs> well, this maybe one, but then there was the other factor of not having any shoulders, like because we were in between those two cement barrier things. Big, you know, healthy the temporary shoulders, thank ones. you. Do what? I have big, healthy, manly shoulders, thank mm. you. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the, the temporary walls that they put up in the construction zones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, tailgating and then weaving in and out of that situation, just, um, yeah, riding along with my husband who I love, except when he drives me anywhere, because I think we're going to die at least once or twice per trip. And some of these trips are pretty short. We live in Boulder, very small town, <laughs> yet he finds ways to put us in peril every time, every time. Have you ever noticed that anytime you go, well, when somebody from another town comes to your town or moves to your town, and it doesn't matter where that town is, one of the first things they say is that the drivers here are terrible, but otherwise I love the place. I don't get that. I think people suck everywhere. I, <laughs> I really do. I, you know, this is something I noticed when I first moved to Colorado years and years ago, because I grew up driving, uh, you know, in town Atlanta, which is very traffic infested and generally very aggressive driving uh, where it's a battle to get to, you know, the red light first so mm -hmm. that you can get the whole shot out of that red light, you know, and you don't have to wait on the people behind you. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's normal driving in Atlanta is that, you know, people cut each other off. That's 
uh, very common. People are typically rarely following a speed limit and usually pushing the limits as far as they can. And there's just kind of an adrenaline NASCAR feel to it, which, uh, and then I move out to Colorado and out here, people are far more calm. They're looking at you like, where are you going in such a hurry? <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's, well, it's yeah. just not the same community pr uh, push to drive fast. Well, and so, yeah, in, in Dallas, uh, everyone drives their SUV at like a hundred. Like exactly. Sure. Yeah. But then in Boston, they they would if they could, but there's so much traffic they can't. So you know what they do? They just honk. And there's yes. no there's no way anybody's going to move anywhere. It's like, why are you honking? You are not solving this problem at like at all. Like, <laughs> what is what? Lay off the horn. What are you doing? But anyway, so we were driving up to Cheyenne. Because I roped Alex into being, we have a little film project. It's going to be coming out in not too long. And um, we we roped Alex into um, Cheyenne. To, we roped to him into Cheyenne. Up to Cheyenne, where we have a, you're going to have to watch this video because we got a very special venue for this video where we look awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, there are deep crevasses on my face that you could fall into and never be heard from again. Our makeup, our makeup was um, end of day makeup and we did, we did as good as we could do with it. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay, even though we're in 4k. So I think so. you're going to realize why exactly we spend more time on an audio podcast than in a video scenario. <laughs> But that, then, that is that is coming out soon as and and uh, we'll make sure we do a little announcement when it's when it's live so you can see um see us in action and and how much uh we because we did actually have a pretty good time filming and the, who won the award for the highest number of takes because i couldn't remember their freaking lines oh oh this time it was you but last time i think it was me no, last time it was me too. Oh, was it? Oh. Yeah, it's always me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we had to reveal a little bit of this video for the for the curious people. So um I'm a keynote speaker and I and I um I'm sort of against traditional keynote speaking videos um because I think they're kind of boring and there are a lot of talking head stuff. So we made one with a plot where I am a spy and Alex, is, Alex runs my world for me. Like he kind of likes to do anyway. And, <laughs> and, uh, and we have a headquarters and we have a um, very fun mode of transportation, which you will see in the, in the video. And, um, and Tracy is not driving it. I'm not driving it. No, yep. No, okay. I tried to get him to let me drive it and no, no luck. <laughs> no luck. Big surprise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but on the way home, uh, there was uh, some problems on the, on the station <laughs> in the car. The Cheyenne back to Boulder is what, hour and a half. And uh, yeah, so, so country songs, they involve uh, what? Dirt roads, county lines. Uh, dog. Well, you truck, your dog, your land. But so the recipe is, and we were just talking about this. What did I say? Um, the recipe is that you, you add. So basically you find like, I don't know, between three and five bookmark elements, if you will, things that everybody who grew up in a rural area can connect to magnolias in the spring and the cherry blossoms and sweet tea on the front porch, watching the dogs run by in the grass and uh, the town square and the county fair and your cousin's prize winning hog or I don't know, something like that. <laughs> and, and then you work in a story about lost love or the girl that got away or, you know, the girl that won't go away. Um, 
<laughs> I guess it <laughs> the could, girl that won't it could go be away. all of those if you think about it. And um, and your trailer. Uh, well, no, that's not true because you know most of these people are actually living pretty large. But um, yeah, and then you know come up with some music to put behind it, which could very well be a you know a retired Millie Vanilli tune, and uh, and you got yourself a good song. That's a country song right there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you just put your headphones on in the car. Because yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing like. It. I mean, really ain't nothing like driving out past the county line and uh, getting down in the mud, <laughs> getting down in that Georgia clay. Uh, but you know what? Um, there's some crimes we got to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we have a we have topics, don't we? <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> there's some. I I think we should talk about um, what's going on at the Olympics because oh now now we should we should tee this up a little bit. Uh, because, you know, this whole podcast has been a big experiment. It's been a big experiment. And um, uh, some we, we brought Alex in and all of a sudden the listenership went way up. So, <laughs> Which uh, we can't figure out at all. <laughs> yeah. And, and so some people really like the chit chat. Other people really just like the interviews. So we're going to try out a couple just chit chat episodes about different kinds of crime. And we're going to shorten down at least for a few uh, tries the the um, <clears throat> chit chat before the interviews. So I thought this time we need to talk about Olympic crime because <clears throat> I think we I think have you been watching the Olympics, Alex? I have not looked at it once. Well, I have, and I'm going to update us on the different crimes going on at the Olympics because we're not going to solve any of these, although we are going to try. Today. So we have got to go towards clearly the uh, the Russian figure skater uh, doping scandal. I'm yes, sure. we have okay. to talk about that. Yeah. And um, so what they did was they all of a sudden got a delayed re- a, a delayed test result from December where she tested positive for some heart uh, heart medicine that has a little bit of performance enhancement to it. Now, why figure skaters need performance enhancement i don't know they have a three or four minute uh routine that they do i'm just saying i rode a bike for six hours without any performance enhancement and i did pretty good so um (laughs) i don't really get it but she's 15 years old tested positive in december all of a sudden during the middle of the olympics uh uh-oh uh we get the result right so what do they do they decide yeah, go ahead. Keep competing. That's okay. If you get a medal, we'll think about it then. <laughs> we'll we'll delay the the medal ceremony and think about it then. And sure enough, here she is coming in towards the top in the um in the team competition and it just hit the fan. So, um Well, no, they, she was the favorite anyway, right? She was the favorite, right? Uh for mm-hmm. for the, I believe it's the free skate. Now, here's the deal. That was a different like routine, different night. And all this flared up. She ended up falling four times in her routine. And this was last Whoa. night. Yeah, four times. And she ended up fourth. I don't know how you can fall four times and still get fourth, but she did. And um, I just think the Russians are up to no good. Like they, they do with their state-sponsored doping. And you know what? They're competing as the Russian Olympic Committee, the Russian, which is not Russia proper. And do you know what that really means for them? I found out. Do you know what that means? I don't. But my understanding is this is because of the previous state-sponsored doping scandals that they had that they were not allowed to enter a Russian team per se. Yeah. But how are they allowed to enter this team? Uh, Because they are trying to be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that may have something to do with why the, uh, I guess, okay. 
Yeah, that's interesting. For some reason, I was thinking this might tie into why the Olympics, the Winter Olympics are in Beijing, but that's a whole different topic. Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But mm -hmm. um, so the so here's what happens. So they can't they aren't really Russians. They can't fly the flag. And if they win anything, when they get a gold, they don't get the Russian national anthem played. They play some classical music. Can they can they play the Ukrainian anthem just to piss them off? <laughs> they probably should. <laughs> <laughs> get a couple a couple of Ukrainians up there straight out of Kiev to just sing for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, They'll come up with that. a country western song about we're camped out on the state line out here just waiting to invade with our dogs. <laughs> And our trucks and a tank. <laughs> I got is, my Second Amendment gun. Yeah, that is that go. is Russian country music right there. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Okay, other other questionable activities out of the Olympics. Okay, did you know? And this is right out of the Wall Street Journal. The Chinese hockey men's men's hockey team is filled with US and Canadian players and they practice practices are conducted in English. Run through that one one more time for me. There was a little too much to digest. Yeah, it's a lot to digest because there's a lot of crime there. Okay, so the Chinese hockey men's hockey team is filled with US and Canadian players and they practice in English. Like they like their practices are conducted in English. So the Chinese have been recruiting. They wanted to win. So how did they get, were these the people that didn't make the Canadian or the U.S. teams? Uh, yeah. Like how, what, mm -hmm. what, I mean, so the Olympics are kind of a patriotism thing. And I wouldn't know because I never ran in those circles, but you sort of did. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so isn't it sort of a, like, I'm not just competing in the Olympics. I'm also representing my country. Yeah. How does somebody go and represent a different country? And didn't we have a Chinese national who was an American citizen? Who is now well, that's the thing. And that's that, there's a lot of country switching going on. I don't like it. I don't this is like musical it. countries at this point. It is. It is. And and we just talked about country and music. And look how this is tying together. It's all together. It's all the mm. same. And um, so Eileen Gu is my is another one who's country switching because she was born in the U.S. Her mom is. Chinese. So she, I guess, technically has dual citizenship. Okay. However, so she whatever she the wants. Chinese have a rule that say you have, you cannot be a dual citizen. You have to just be Chinese. And so I, to compete on their Olympic team. So I think between Eileen and the, all the Americans and Canadians on the Chinese hockey team, they, they selectively apply that rule. That's what I think. And, um, <clears throat> The other thing that they ha uh, require is that any endorsement money has to be split with the state. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. well, that's a 50% tax on, well. Yeah. And Eileen Gu, you know how much money she has? I bet she has millions and millions. Huh. Yeah. And um, here's the other thing. Did you know that Instagram and Twitter are banned in China? <sighs> Okay, so that doesn't surprise me a bit but about here's, banning here's, the social networks. Here's yeah. where it gets interesting, is that Eileen Gu, who she keeps dodging questions about if she is, like if she has her U.S. passport still, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, she told people in an interview, in a Chinese interview, that what they needed to do if they wanted to see uh, 
Instagram because someone pinned her down on it and said, if you're Chinese, why can you use Instagram? Why do you have millions of Instagram followers? Oh, <laughs> and, really? And yeah. And she said, oh, all you have to do is download a VPN. <laughs> which, is, which, which will, if you don't know what a VPN is, it will disguise your location. And guess what? China has put people in jail for that. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, and um, they took down that interview and they replaced it with interviews about her favorite Chinese delicacies and snacks that she likes and recipes of them. Recipes and probably a, a little bit of footage of a panda bear somewhere. Probably so. Yeah. That's she, and she, she is cute. And she, um, she, she says when she's talked, when asked about it, she's trying to show empowerment and possibility for Chinese women. Mm -hmm. And, and the problem is they don't have the, like, like the resources to do, they're just not attainable in China is, is what's being said out there. So yeah, there's a lot of questions about Eileen goo and um and what she's doing i mean i'm a fan of hers i think she's fantastic here i think she's really pretty and i think she should do everything that she can do to promote herself and uh she's she's not being straight with us about what's going on in china no kidding well i don't know anybody that is being straight completely about what's going on in china because china has always been incredibly secret and an incredibly closed culture for thousands of years so that's not a new Thing. But certainly this current administration, which is now administration for life for, uh, what's his name, Jinping? I don't even know. I, I know his name, but I, I haven't seen it in a while. So um, yeah, he's basically appointed himself leader for life. And, um, and that got rubber stamped. So he can do pretty much whatever he wants. But this is, you know, all the people that I've corresponded with in China, which has been quite a few with the import stuff that I've done, mm -hmm. uh, they're all using VPNs. And this is part of their business operation is to yeah, use. Yeah, because because you you do a little business in, out of China, like just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're always <clears throat> using VPNs. But some other things that I've noticed is that so a couple of times, you know, just in chit chatting with them, because you get to know these people to a certain degree, mm -hmm. or at least I have. And, you know, I follow politics and international uh, international governments and stuff like that, international relations. Uh, so there are times when I ask them about, hey, what's going on with this or what's with that? Or um, how are you liking the new whatever in China? And they just don't even answer. They're like, they just change the subject abruptly. Really? They won't now, even talk to you. Exactly. Now, this is in a VP, a virtual private network, a VPN, mm -hmm. which is basically a secure connection between two people that, in theory, cannot be uh, traced back to you to uh -huh. some degree or another. Uh -huh. But even with that protection, they won't even cross that boundary to talk about current events in a casual conversation with a foreigner that huh. they've never met. Wow. So there is enough concern there for those people that they're like, nope, screw that. Even with the protection, you know, they, they still think they're going to get run over by a semi that they're tailgating. Um, well, yeah, I slip that in there. <laughs> you got like that how in I just there. You dodged that right in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bringing back all the PTSD. That's good. <laughs> so, but you know, um, uh, China, though, also, according to the Wall Street Journal, because uh, I'll just paraphrase the Wall Street Journal so people don't have to read it. They can just listen to us because um, clearly it's better reporting. Uh, China, <laughs> yeah. China, China has uh, claimed that they invented skiing. Really? Um, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they invented it in the area where they're most um, doing the most. Uh, is it uh, human rights uh, problems? Violations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah violations. Okay. So so they say they found it on some petroglyphs pretty much. 
they found petroglyphs of people skiing, of skiing. Mm-hmm. which is interesting because <laughs> <laughs> because because China actually they had to man make all the snow. They had to make all the snow for the uh-huh. Beijing Games because they don't have any snow. They got cold, but they don't have snow. So how did China get? Like I would have really liked to be in that conversation about how China got. The Winter Olympics, they, they, you know, we don't have any. Don't worry. We'll take care of it. It'll be just like, how did that really go? Well, um, you know, on the one hand, you got to admire their moxie and their ability to get things done. You know, we live in a fairly tropical or subtropical environment there in China. Snow. Yeah, we could do that. Ice. Yeah. Sure, we could do that. Skiing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We got it written on some rocks somewhere up in the mountains somewhere. So we know all about that. I, you know, I'm kind of a fan of petroglyphs, and um, <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's because I'm I'm into all the alien theories and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. so you know, if you they they talk about that on the alien shows that um, <laughs> that you know they'll talk about the the petroglyphs that you uh, certainly here in North America because some of that stuff goes back you know fifteen thousand years. Uh-huh. Um, but so on those petroglyphs, there's you know usually some images of something that they make the case that it's an alien in some way or it's you know a star person. Never have I heard them talk about. Now here's a petroglyph of somebody who either has really big feet <laughs> or is skiing off the mesa here in Arizona <laughs> into Navajo country through <laughs> through Monument Valley, I guess. Which is, <laughs> A desert. So I, I the the idea of I, I want to see a petroglyph that actually shows a skier. And are they wearing a hat? And is <laughs> does that hat have the little fuzzy ball on the top of it? Well, I want to know how they're going to survive it. You know, it was cold over there. It's been cold over there. It's like minus nine. Like what they did almost... the prehistoric Chinese skiers wear to stay warm? <laughs> I don't know. Were they wearing like buffalo suits? Were they wearing panda suits? Pandas. I was probably panda panda suits well the, the, now we know why they're endangered because they've all been used for ski suits you know and the weird thing about panda it's not even that good i mean it tastes like i don't know a combination of uh like like spotted owl and and maybe bald eagle sea bass yes yeah, about the same <laughs> Kind of tastes a little bit like baby seal to me. Oh my gosh! Oh but it's my been gosh. a few years since I whacked one of those. Get no, right? Well, good. But- well, that that is your Olympic crime report from Tracy and Alex, <laughs> or from Alex and Tracy, as the case may be. So uh, you can. I think we've solved most of the controversy. I'm not sure what we exactly covered here, but it's been fun. It has been fun. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Alex. Mm, hey Tracy, I'm thirsty. Are you thirsty? I am. I got a. I've got a cup of a uh, uh, green tea here. It's just not really hitting the mark. You know what I could really use? Mm. I could use a double espresso with a little bit of stevia. What about you? I, uh, I'm a mocha mocha girl. Mocha. So you're into the, well, <laughs> of course, because there's chocolate, right? Yeah, I like yeah. um coffee flavored sugar milk with chocolate. <laughs> that's basically what it is i it like is. my chocolate cow that's yeah but, <laughs> I got but it. you know how people can help us with our needs now no and, lay it on me. and they can help the podcast grow and they can buy us a cup of coffee now oh that would be amazing how do we do that well there is a link in the show notes that uh basically allows you to donate to the show to help uh because you know it's it's not free to do these 
And uh, and, and I'm expensive. You are expensive. You're the only one making money here. If we're honest. (laughs) Well, I'm wearing my expensive shirt too. I see your shirt has a belly button hole. Anyway, we went over this. It's a blowhole. Right. Right. So, but people can keep the craziness going and just buy us a cup of coffee. So just go to the link. And you can do it. It's it's five dollars or or uh, more because you know we're thirsty and we got a podcast and we got bills to pay. We'd love to stay on the air and keep entertaining you guys because frankly we do this for uh, for our own purposes simply because it's a lot of fun and we hope that you guys get value out of it as well. If you want to show your support or just your appreciation, a cup of coffee would go a long way. Just click the link down in the show notes. And thanks so much from us. 